Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to live aboard cruising. So another exciting episode with some guests here in Montenegro. Today we are joined by Vu and Bella, and I'm really excited for you to hear their story on how they got started on liverboard cruising. You guys want to introduce yourself? Well, first of all, Holly, you have an amazing voice for this, uh, for this podcast. <laughs> it's very calm. Uh, I'm Vu. Uh, uh, I, you know, we basically live in Northwest. I uh, grew up there, and then we started sailing about 15 years ago. So I've mm-hmm. been starting this journey of four years, uh, going on four years of traveling and sailing. So that's that's about me. Yep. My name is Bella. Everything Vu said is true. <laughs> <laughs> and Pacific Northwest, so yeah. uh, of the United US. States. Yes. Yep. Cool. So, um, how did you first decide to sail? I know you guys have been traveling for a while now, but maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, how you first decided to go for a sailboat, how that all unfold. Well, actually, it was it was not in totally intended. I just picked up a birthday package, thinking it would be a nice adventure. For Vu's birthday, 15 years ago. Or, yeah, I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, yeah. Maybe least, even longer. Maybe then. even longer. And then um, in sailing in the Pacific Northwest is colder, <laughs> a little rougher. Colder than San Francisco. You don't have one in summertime, so you actually sail in the fall usually. Yes. Fall uh, and springtime. Okay. And so yeah, it's a little more challenging. Yeah. Than yes. the, maybe the Bay, oh, the Bay Area is quite challenging there too, I imagine. Yeah, it, yeah, it's got its own little microclimate, and it decides what to do on any given, <laughs> any given day. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it was like a typical weekend, two days trip, mm-hmm. and then you you take the test on board after you know whenever you're comfortable, and then they show you or teach you different things. On so board. it's sort of like a certification. It, it was an ASA one hundred and one or something like that. Yeah, and it was kind of like I think it might be like a Groupon thing or something. This would be fun. Weekend. It was like I think actually like maybe a little bit more than a weekend like three days so we had like one day traveling up there and a couple of days and we yeah we made a weekend trip out of it mm-hmm. yeah thinking you know everyone has a romantic idea about sailing until <laughs> yeah. you sail I know, first time. I know you're like you're like sipping your lemonade and wearing your hat and, you yachting. Know, well, yachting. Yeah. well but then it was a little bit colder yeah in the model hall and I think I think I don't think we had much expectation to be honest mm-hmm. you just you just sort of watch people out there in such an interesting um activity to do mm-hmm. out in the water and Puget Sound is really beautiful, yeah, mm-hmm. really beautiful. Mm-hmm. so why not right yeah and then that was our first experience <laughs> I, I don't know I think it's kind of reinforced my like rom- like like that whole image romanticizing to sort of yachting and sailing you know you were out there you, you were with the weather we had good wind that that oh, we had we probably amazing yeah wind. it was like it was actually gale force winds at some point like, we were yeah. healed over and mm. this is our like amazing you know, wind <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But nobody looked good. especially nervous and to me that was no this perspective first experience. Yeah. And we're like, like oh we're normal. going fast <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah. so it was good yeah. it was a little bit stressful I think for like the first day because we didn't really know much about sailing yeah. and then and so we were like there was like a, you know what it was like the uh, test before yeah. they do a, like a 
theory test. Uh, of course, I aced my theory test, of course. But but it was still it was still like stressful to be like learn that really quick, then go take the test mm-hmm. and make sure you passed it, mm-hmm. and because you want to get the certificate at the end. Yeah. But the selling part was fabulous. It was absolutely amazing. That's so you caught the bug during this Groupon sailing ASA. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it lead to? Uh, so how many years was that before you actually decided to buy a boat? Oh, that was a long time before. Yeah, long time. Yeah, I, like, like you it's said, like, it was fifteen. It's probably at least fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, in between, there was like trips with friends, trips on charters, you know, trips with mm-hmm. other groups, more certification, mm-hmm. and the certifications mostly came at, at the end, like the last three or four years. We we just kind of just keep probing what areas we thought we were weakest and got certifications around that. Uh, and then we also knew that Europe had a you know mandatory like uh, uh, competency. Uh, or license, you call yeah. it. Yeah. And so we made sure that we had also gotten that before we left. So it was all these all these little things you had to go do before you can actually. So we got all those things. And matter of fact, even after we got our uh, all those things, were in Europe. We actually still like we're pushing ourselves to learn more because it's always a continuous learning on a sailboat. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you have ten years, mm-hmm. three oh, years, thirty two, years, three experience. lifetimes. I mean, yeah. really, yeah, <laughs> is, exactly. But that's what makes it exciting, at least for yeah, me personally. I think so too. Yeah. That yeah. is. That is the f- most fun part. You're uh-huh. never, ever bored no. when you're out there in the water. Or even or when you're anywhere. at the dock. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you're coming in the dock, yeah, that's always what I said. Yeah, that. exactly. So um, were you both equally interested, or did <sighs> someone catch the bug first, or how did that work? I would have to say Vu probably caught the bug first, mm-hmm. right off the bat. Uh, after that trip, I, I would say he he was I'm always looking for the, like, the next yeah. thing. exciting, yeah. and it was fun. And for me, it was like a new language. I yeah. was still absorbing mm. all the words that mm. I learned. Okay. I learned at the time. Yeah. And then, but then being out there um, with the wind, that was really fun. Yeah. But then when the time that I really fell in love is when we one of the time we went to Turkey. Mm-hmm. It was. Beautiful. It was warm. We were on a cat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the first really time we were on a cat to too. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. hard to beat that. Um, and it was there were some good wind mm-hmm. window too. So I think that, yeah, that's I, when I yeah I think Isabella didn't like the monohulls as much the healing and yeah. that kind of stuff. It just made it awkward, more awkward. Too. Yeah, just kind of if you think in long term liveaboard, it's kind of just more awkward for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think it's when you had and also the space on the cat is such mm-hmm. much much bigger. Yeah, and so it's. And plus, we love entertaining and yeah. so it's yeah, the like, cooking and the, yeah, yeah. So you guys were um, already traveling ahead of, before you actually decided to buy a boat, right? Or mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. You, so because yeah. yeah. So what made you finally decide to get your own boat versus charter or travel or whatever else? Um, yeah, you know, it's like uh, there was actually a, a, uh, there's several different things. I think it's one is like. Um, it, we were very, I think, particular uh, about what we wanted, mm-hmm. uh, and it, mm-hmm. there was uh, there wasn't really anything that was being produced that was that would fit right. what our needs, and so um, and so we had to uh, go look at uh, when we looked at buying a boat, we had to go look at either retrofitting and, and refitting a completely like a, a used boat, and that would have taken maybe years to do, mm-hmm. um, and, or just go build our own. So um, so I think. Uh, that's the really I mean you have to you basically our, our path was you had to actually go buy a boat versus uh, or retrofit Build. something yeah, very yeah. unique yeah uh, so that's that's why we went down. No, no charter boats would have been uh, satisfactory for what we wanted to go do. Yeah. Uh, and since we were trying to do long term, you know, long term sailing, it didn't make sense to charter boats for like for that type of you know they charge quite. Ex- you guys probably know it's quite yeah. expensive the charter boats. Yeah. 
So uh, you guys had your own boat built, a yeah. catamaran, yeah. and uh, talk a little bit about your requirements. So you you wanted to be planet-friendly. Yeah, planet and I guess so. it's been, what, four years since we initially started the process, something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. four years. And um, and the, the basically we had a, a particular concept in mind because, you know, we were in tech, and so we were kind of cutting edge on most things in, in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so when we looked at uh, a boat, we wanted to also sort of think of what, you know, a boat could be for kind of the future stuff as well, which means for us it meant um, being environmentally friendly, uh, can, uh, moving towards more... Uh, uh, moving towards, uh, you know, uh, electric drives so that's more uh, sustainable, potentially long-term. Yeah, you guys were backing into your um, dock space. We could not even hear you. I yeah. was like, is that, are they, are there engines on? I couldn't hear <laughs> yeah. anything. You know, it was really yeah. cool when you came in. Yeah, we, we, we do run into <laughs> a lot of that. We remember, like, we're on a fueling dock, and we're, like, uh, we were trying to get, uh, go, come uh, come off, and the, the guy's holding lines. He was like, uh, can you start your engine before we give you your lines? We're like, no, 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 they're electric. We can just... <laughs> They're on. They're on it's right now. On. So, and, yeah. and I think electric engines are going to be really interesting to a lot of people yeah. because it's at that point where you know people don't know whether to have it put in their boats yeah. or wait or you know what's your perspective on that? Uh, well, uh, it def- definitely it's early. Uh, like our and I, I love uh, our. So I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, I love our our cell drives. They're from Ocean Volt. Uh, they've been fantastic in supporting it, uh, but it's very early because our first set of cell drives we got from them had you know, manufacturing default uh, mm-hmm. uh, Defect. defects yeah. in them, and so we had actually give us a second set already as well. So we had a spare set because hmm. uh, we they knew that this is a problem. Um, but this, again, it's very very early, mm-hmm. and so uh, I would say that I think a lot of a lot of the companies in this space is working out problems uh, with uh, with some of their stuff and just longevity with them. Uh, how appropriate they are for like different scenarios around sailing, you mm-hmm. know, like high power scenarios when you need to go through major, major with a lot of currents or strong winds. Is they sufficient for those type of things? Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things you have to work out with the uh, electric cell drives. But I think in 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 like the 95 percent case, it's it's quite absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, which means for us, it was about uh, getting out of marinas or anchor. Um, and that's super simple. We like literally no one ever hears us depart or come in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. It's not like, God, why is that guy starting his engine yeah. at six in the morning? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and it's super efficient. Yeah. Like we sailed all, all winter, uh, all summer this summer. And we were, we were basically, you know, like, uh, we went, um, very little fuel, diesel fuel, and we were regenerating our batteries with solar. We regenerated a little bit during our last trip back down here to Montenegro. So we were fairly efficient, like in terms of consumption of power mm-hmm. right, with electric cell drives and regeneration, and with uh, solar renewable energy. Mm-hmm. And our, you know, our our dream is to make that like sort of autonomous, meaning really mm-hmm. live off just the kind of regeneration from wind when we're sailing or through solar uh, for our house use as well as propulsion. Mm-hmm. And we think we, you know, like. It's kind of uh, this boat is kind of an experiment for us trying to understand what the mm-hmm. exact proportions of what we, in terms of all those things those energies mm-hmm. the, the generations that we need uh, to make that really self sufficient. And it's really cool because the industry needs people like you that are willing to take a chance yeah. on some of this new stuff to figure out like what works and what doesn't work. Mm. And then there's us who are a little more conservative and just want to go with the production boat and like, <laughs> do some other things. But yeah, it's not you know, easy. No, it, yeah, everybody's got a different path, yeah. right? And it chooses a different boat for. Different different reasons and that's what's also really cool about people's stories so yeah so you you're you're in your officially your first season still right or 
Yeah, I mean, what's the how's, how's the timing been? Yeah, for sailing. For sailing. Still well, we'll talk a little bit about your travels and you know that and how sailing fit into that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, our, our travels has always been sort of fit around uh, our waiting for our boat to be built. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, the originally it was a year and a half, I guess, kind of the target to build our boat, and it took uh, roughly about three years to complete. It's like a house, twice as long. Uh, yeah, twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's twice as long. <laughs> Um, so we officially went in the water in May of last year, in 2019, and then we uh, sea trialed it until like November. Mm-hmm. We took the export of it in November, and then we came down here in December, so in Montenegro. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, we were like our first year of... It's almost a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Of, of on the boat. But, so how's it been? I mean, how's your first year <laughs> in COVID? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the curveball and all yeah, this stuff, right? it is. Like, we sort of joked about it, half-joking, because... Um, our goal eventually is to sail around the world, but then we haven't moved more than two degrees off the <laughs> where we start. So it's yeah. kind of, but you know, that's part of travel, right? Your journey, you never, sometimes you never know what's going to happen. And then you, you either take it one day at a time or you can just enjoy every day out of it. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we always say, like, uh, you're trying to live life unscripted and, and live the journey. And that's how kind of we just kind of embrace that. And so even in, even in the, in the year and a half extra that we spent, uh, we made friends with the boat yard and yeah. sort of worked through and learned more about our boat. And so I think that's, it was an amazing journey in that way. And it mm-hmm. gave us time to explore places that we would never get come to. So mm-hmm. this the the former Yugoslavia you know, countries. We, we visited almost all of them and we stayed extended periods of time in all of them and uh, we absolutely fell in love with it and I think that would have not been the case if we just got our boat everything worked really well yeah. and it was off on a round you know, you know circumnavigation around the world um, so it, you don't it get time really to well. do that yeah it I mean really well. Stefan was asking you the other day about oh you know I need to like get a schedule together how do you guys do that remember yeah that I was talking about advice I was giving to my daughter about having a routine especially as she's going through college and then uh, the first year of college and then in COVID you know environment with teaching learning online so suddenly I was like hmm, maybe I need routines for myself in this new environment also for ourselves and then I was like wow oh, let's ask Vu and Bella Vu and Bella will know yeah they'll know and, <laughs> and then uh, what's your advice on routines <laughs> <laughs> wait for it probably do not have a routine yeah. <laughs> I love that so that was awesome yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's like you know, people always talk about living in the moment, and when you you sell everything off and you, you divorce yourself from that kind of lifestyle you had had before, which is for, at least for us, we're both very in a very routine based, like, mm-hmm. you know, schedule based environment. Go to work, work, to work come home. Work. Yeah, yeah. It's, and your whole life is kind of like yeah. that, right? And so, so when we had an opportunity to come and do this and live this life, we just like you know, try to minimize the routines as much as we can. Not that we don't do things or yeah. do things that are important. But, you know, we try to just do things we, we love when we want to do them. We would love to do them, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, that was I think what you said is, well, if we want to do something, we do it. And if we don't want to do something, we don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> do what makes you happy. That do what makes so you happy. Simple. That's, that's yeah. what you imagine happy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you usually say. Yeah, yeah. That was really good advice. So um, so you guys follow that or no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're still figuring out what kind of. I actually do think you guys do follow like do what you love, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because you are coming out here just, just sailing and picking things up and you, yeah. you know like, the kind of stuff. But this well, is what you love, you, right? you, I think everybody says the first year you kind of figure out what kind of cruiser you want to be, 
and mm-hmm. I think you learn a lot about yourself. So maybe yeah. that's also been in your experience. Yeah, and yeah. it will keep yeah. changing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of uh, this place, I, one thing that I um, really love about you guys is you're you know active and outgoing, and um, you've organized a lot of stuff around here to get the community together, which is really awesome. And it creates kind of a home for you here. You know, mm. you want to just talk a little bit about what you've gotten out of that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, the cruise director, right? Yeah. You mean, I think it's, um, you know, we've always talked about like uh, wherever we go, uh, you know, if we can have an impact or build a community, that's one of our mm-hmm. sort of uh, things that we love to do, mm-hmm. uh, embrace. Um, and so when we got here into Montenegro, we knew we were going to be here for quite a while. And uh, we quickly learned there's, there was a, 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 that there were great people here. There wasn't really a great um, connections between those people, mm-hmm. and so and so we one of the things we love we be, you know we basically do things that we love right and so we love uh, outdoors hiking we love you know being active running and doing you know hit workouts or yoga and so we just kind of created a group and, and we sort of like posted it and shared it and slowly gathered and grew and it grew mm-hmm. and grew mm-hmm. and there's it, it, and so you, we just basically created a platform, created an environment for people, for people to be aware of it and other of other people. Right. And they all came together naturally. And so, and so now you know, I feel like you know, in you know, it's such a short time, we we really do feel like we have a family here in mm-hmm. Montenegro. So it's really really great. Yeah, and you guys don't go home for the holidays, or you guys have been out of the states how long? No, we, we usually go back. We yeah. try to actually go home at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the best time of the year, mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's all this, all the fun stuff going on in the eating. But <laughs> <laughs> but during COVID year, this year we will not be able to go back, mm-hmm. or we choose not to go back this year, um, because even if we go back, we might not be able to visit very many families or yeah. have big gatherings, yeah. anyways. But we try to go back at least once a year, okay. just to visit. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. but not very long. You know, we usually it's like a you know three to four weeks. Okay, is yeah. our, our, our kind of target, and it's been helpful the last few years, uh, especially with the boat stuff. Where you know, I'm sure like a yeah. lot of cruisers, it's hard to get stuff, and so you come mm-hmm. to go back to states where you can acquire a lot of you stuff. You up everything back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so but mo- but you're live aboard, live aboard. Like yeah, you don't have a house to go back no, to. No, we sold or everything so, yeah. four years ago, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like? You know, selling everything and making that kind of commitment, or quitting your jobs. You know, what's what was that like? for you if i recall correctly that was (laughs) four years ago it it was actually a process that in your mind you have to go through because at first you're thinking how am i going to get rid of 90 percent of everything i have which Mm -hmm. is what at least needed to happen Mm -hmm. and then as you go through it and then you just keep getting rid of stuff and then it just gets better and better and you're more and more free and as we sell the house as we sell the car it is like oh my gosh it's, i can finish my bills at the end of the month in five minutes yeah <laughs> it's quite liberating yeah it's People very like, liberating you, you don't know you really don't know how much possessions weigh you down until you decide to get, get rid, rid of them, of them all mm-hmm. that's so true and you're like oh my gosh my life is so simple like you can go wherever you want there's not a you know, there's not like a car payment or there's insurance that they worry about. There's or drama, like, what do I wear? 
Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. You just wear sh- uh, you just shorts wear the, and t-shirts. You only have not all, no shirt, you know? Five shirts to choose from. You know, it's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is pretty easy. And yeah. it's kind of, that's kind of like the, the, what you 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 romanticize in your head about sailing. Uh, and it's true. Actually, you do wear shorts and t-shirts a lot, and you do kind of have a yeah. more simple life, and it's it's actually great. It's actually quite nice. Yeah. So, what have you learned about yourself or about your relationship? You know, since you guys are kind of on the boat, that's an interesting. I love asking this question because uh, everybody has different answers. Some are the same, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we started um, we started not on a boat, so we traveled essentially. You know. It's it's interesting, you know, because um, when we're working, you do you you're, you're a couple and you're married, but you do only see each other in the evenings yeah. for a few hours, and right? And so when you you just go off on this kind of adventure, you do spend all your time together, and that's like, like the thing that people you know usually br- brings people together, breaks them apart, yeah. Um, and uh, you can quickly quickly find out. The nice thing about Isabel and I is like uh, you know we actually started our relationship you know uh, long distance. We communicate a lot. We learn to communicate, and then. Then we, when we traveled, <laughs> when we traveled, we for like our first, like how I knew, how I knew, like she was a, she would be a great partner. So then, was that when we traveled, we traveled for a month at a time. So uh-huh. we were just thrown, to, like when we were working, we would take a month off. We just traveled together, pick Italy, pick Spain. We just one month in that country, and we spent all our times together uh-huh. in that time environment. So we knew that we were compatible, and we would work things out and be able to you know work through anything or challenges, or excitement, and share those separate moments. And yeah. so it's, it was it was something that we thought we. Could, we shouldn't be a problem when we started this journey. Yeah. You know, but you know, there were challenges. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is like interesting what? because when you are actually together 24 7 and, and things are bound to happen, you're not just together, you're working together mm-hmm. towards something. You're either fixing something together or you're cleaning something. You're dividing, conquering mm-hmm. to getting things done. So you, there's bound to have moments that you're going to. Have disagreements, mm-hmm. or you're but, frustrated, or you're frustrated, or, you know, and like, you just you just have to talk it out. I yeah. mean, and plus we we live such a chill life right now, and yeah, there's not, not much stress in our mm-hmm. life. There isn't. So, there really isn't. It's like okay, you don't want to do this now, then do this later. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that helps a lot. I yeah, think, walking know? away from it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I think think most things we try to resolve it that way, and then there hasn't been really anything big that comes up. The I mean, the most challenging for us, actually, probably to me, was not knowing when the boat is going to get done. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it keeps going and delaying, going, delaying. And, and then it it's they keep moving the goat line for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's when we look at each other and we have we have to keep each other, you know, positive, positive about yeah. the whole process. And I think that was that was helpful to have Vu around. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I took on most of You're like the engagement. Yeah. No, I am positive, but uh, yeah, I was always sure. a, but I, I am, but like generally, I was also at the the forefront of negotiation, and yeah. discussion mm-hmm. with these guys, and mm-hmm. and then the, the yeah, we can go like hours and hours into our experience in that, but like it, that was that was quite a bit of a challenge for yeah, us. Yeah, sure. I can imagine. Um, so looking back w- before you had the boat. Um, you may or may not have had any expectations or may or may not have had any fears. Um, what would you say is the biggest surprise, either good or bad, about you know what you didn't expect, um, which was a pleasant surprise, or, or what, you, what you didn't expect and maybe you had to make adjustments 
for. First. Yeah, I mean, I generally, <laughs> like, I think I generally, like, like a lot of people on your podcast probably are, you know, just kind of investigate research. And right. so I had a pretty good sense mm-hmm. of what it'd be like. I mean, there's, owning a boat is a lot of work. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's tons of work. And mm-hmm. I think, so I wasn't surprised of, you know, the, the weekly washings or changing and maintenance of uh, maintaining engines or parts or whatever, replacing parts at regular cycles and that kind of stuff. So that's, I guess, your schedule and your <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the boats will force you to do some of those things. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't quite the surprise, but it is, you know, it is work that we have never done before. So it's kind of a new, new thing we experienced. Um, yeah, everybody says it's a lot of work. And you're yeah. like, okay, it's a lot of work. And then you get you get on the boat and it's like, this is a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can actually explain how much work it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like. the, yeah, it is a lot of work, but I, I've never felt like we were overwhelmed by it. Like, um, I think we 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 we're probably you probably think we're probably the most lazy people. <laughs> no. uh, we, we were actually more regimented for sure during spring. Well, time. let me put this in perspective. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm. Like today, I was yeah. doing the stainless steel. Yeah. And I hate polishing stainless steel. Like somebody come up with something better. And I'm like, God, I never see Boo and Bella polishing their stainless steel. Oh, they don't have any, but they have carbon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Actually, that was by design. <laughs> by design. By yeah. design. We try to minimize as much stainless steel that we yeah. have. Boat, yeah, we need, we need that. <laughs> <laughs> Next boat. Yeah. yeah. So, pro tip, get carbon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe, maybe not. It's straight Austria for sure. No, yeah, I think it's, we just kind of take a it's kind of a more relaxed view of like uh, ownership and work on a boat. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that become urgent and you need to be on top of them for safety. Mm-hmm. There are things that are flexible. You know, people like to debate how much you polish and clean your boat and are they super regimented. Then you just kind of learn like, oh, that's not that. You, know, you. I kind of look at it and go, is it dirty? Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. it bugging me? Yeah. 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 It's bugging I think that's yeah. really what it comes <laughs> really down to, how yeah. much it bugs you. Yeah. And there's, also, of course, you know, just you know, making it so it lasts longer, the polish. Right, right, so right. There's a whole bunch of stuff like that, but generally we don't stress out about yeah. it. We yeah. don't stress out. Most everything on a boat has to be repaired, replaced, or refinished in five to ten years. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter how much you spend time doing it, so we try to be sort of kind of chill about it, mm-hmm. and if there's something that's a problem, we, we address it right away. Yeah, so I'll have to come back and interview you in five years. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have a new boat in five yeah, years, probably. That's what it comes down to. No, but no, we try to take a good care of a boat. That's a kind of important thing to do, because mm-hmm. it is your, your thing, but uh, mm-hmm. but we don't try. I, I, yeah. I see our schedule versus some other folks' schedules, and it's, it's definitely different. Yeah. 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 What about you? Any surprises? Um, I'm surprised how uh, handy my husband is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's only a half joke because when we used to live in a house, especially in the states, when something because we're both so busy, when something breaks, I usually get someone to fix things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, he he can fix a lot of things, but mechanically. But then I was. But like, when oh, you're both working, it's like, hmm, you yeah. know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to bother yeah. him and have him do this and that. Yeah. So, so we end up getting someone else to fix it. But on the boat, because this boat is quite special too, it's mm-hmm. it's a custom and it's it, there's no, nothing else out there. Mm-hmm. So we end up having to be very hands on and really dig in and look at every single details and how it's supposed to work and then fix them. Mm-hmm. 
So that actually surprised me quite a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's 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 really good with all electrical stuff, but even non-electrical stuff, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you got that fixed. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ha- you don't have a choice, right? Like you have yeah. to, exactly. and if you don't know it, you got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I think you you do have to have uh, an inclined to problem solve, problem solve, and you, you think about that kind of stuff. But this is what I think. I think both of us actually do love like problem solving, yeah. wherever it is. I think and, that's true for mm-hmm. us too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I, I think it's kind of fun when you. Matter of fact, it's that's the yeah, that's that kind of like the, the thing part. that on boats, and especially when you're, you're selling long term liverboard, is there's the same things that go. And you're right. Uh, all of a sudden, and you're like, okay, how do you fix this problem? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, yeah. The curveball is always kind of what the fun part of a, a journey is. Mm-hmm. It's never just the, the point A to point B, right? Mm-hmm. It's like what happens all in between. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it is like, hey, you know, this fuse broke, and you got to hunch it down. Where which one it is? You have this complex <laughs> system, mm-hmm. or you know. Uh, but in any case, we had a lot of little problems, and we just had to figure figure them all out. Um, before we move on to the next question, you might want to just say what kind of boat you have because we're going to get emails and questions about what boat was it and all that stuff. So, might as well just... uh, yeah, it's a forty-five, uh, low over four or five foot um, uh, uh, catamaran. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, car- it's actually uh, it's actually a fiberglass with carbon reinforcement hull, uh, with all the you know like the targas the. Mass, the boom, the four transversal, the four beams, and that kind of stuff, all in carbon. Daggerboards in carbon, so it's it's a, meant to be a lightweight performance boat. Mm-hmm. And then you know our concept also was very environmental. So we have a good amount of s- uh, solar on our boat. Mm-hmm. We have electric drives on our boat. We have uh, a genset uh, and and uh, tubes. Make sure that's our fail safe for for power when we need it. If something you know go, really goes wrong, we have very little um, clothes on our boat. Yeah, <laughs> we keep, we keep everything really, really light. light. Yeah, keep everything really light. Um, and then uh, it's you know it's a complete custom boat. There's not another one. There's out no there. brand. There's, there's really nothing, no brand yeah. around it. Um, I would I wouldn't say there's any brand around it. Although the boat yard that built it um, made a deal with us and such that they had the right to build another one, mm-hmm. other ones. But the cost for them building it, their initial one, was like too high and too complicated that they I don't think they're gonna be willing. So it's like a prototype. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. All yeah. right. Cool. Um, so if you had to give advice to friends who were maybe a year away from um, making a decision to buy a boat and cast off or, um, you know, were kind of wondering whether uh, cruising was for them, what advice would you give? <laughs> wow. Well, you got to first love sailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the number one thing. And make sure you're not going to get seasick really easily. <laughs> That's number two thing. I think those are those are the basic starts. But then you also just kind of like a adventurous spirit that's willing to adapt to things, situations, unknowns. Uh, if you love all those things, and then the decision to buy a boat, uh, going to adventure is easier. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's kind of what happened to us, right? I think before you sell everything off, definitely go on a few longer trips, mm-hmm. just to make sure not that you like coastal sailing or like you're okay not seeing land for a while. Mm-hmm. Some people are actually surprised by it. Um, we happen to like it, even if we don't see land for a while. But there are there are people that it's surprised they do not know oh where is land and they, they feel lost in the dark so, Dorian, disorienting yeah disorienting yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, definitely try it out a few times yeah different weather explore a bunch of different things really if you're gonna <laughs> yeah. try really you're gonna you're gonna do go on this trip which long term journey just don't just suddenly just drop a bunch of money and do it for your first time although I do yeah. hear people do that sometimes mm-hmm. uh, it's better to know what you, how you're going to react to things if you're really going to love it before you, you, you change how the drastic change but 
maybe sometimes it's also great just to jump. Yeah, some people just, just jump. <laughs> like, I don't know. Especially so, now in the U.S., right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like at the edge already. Yeah. 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 I, I do think sailing is amazing, and I think it's, uh, it's, for us it's perfect. But there's so many other ways to have adventures and journey. And I, I, I certainly say take the time in your life to do that. Spend time with yourself, spend your partner, maybe your children. Mm-hmm. Take a big, wild journey because that opens your mind. And mm-hmm. You see so many different things. The adventure will be the highlight of your life. I mean, guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Life is all about memories and sharing those memories with people. And so, mm-hmm. you can't. You're not going to have so many of those working 24/7 all the time. You know. Yeah, for and sure. So that we've in four years of our travel, you know, we filled up. Like yeah. I feel like we we're full of those type of memories. And yeah. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. That's great. So, um, what happened when you told your family you were actually going to leave and do this? What was their response? Uh, well, I think they thought we were a little bit crazy, and, <laughs> and not our family thought we were crazy. So that not really, probably very similar response. Yeah, to their families, not really believe that it's, it's like, going yeah, to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, it's like one of your uh, month-long trip, you know, and you guys will come back in a jiffy type yeah. thing, and. Mm. And then when they they were really concerned that we are leaving our career at the height of it and what are you going to do with your life? Like there's the more practical side of the concern starts coming out. And for my family, as much as they try to be supportive, they still think that, oh, what is, what is going to happen to her? <laughs> You're like the rebel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but they, they definitely are still concerned. Mm-hmm. But then we reassure them all the time. It's like, yeah. oh, we are actually having a great time. It's safe and we're fine. Don't worry about us. Like that, It's a parent's I, yeah. I, I would say, though, it's, it, it's like it doesn't matter of, of family or friends, but there's always the, you know, especially in the United States, it's a lot of a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. A lot of fear, and so like it was. It was always the same thing. I'm sure you guys heard this. What about the pirates? What about the weather? Mm-hmm. You know, you, like yeah. you, you can't like. It was like no, no. There's not that many pirates. I mean, you hear a lot of stories, but there's not <laughs> pirates every corner on, on the Adriatic or anything like that. Like they were su- su- yeah. super friendly, super amazing. The weather, you can, you're, you know, technology today is great. You can you know, you can be safe. We were like this whole season. We we're like we knew when the weather was coming. We got into either marinas or a great a great harbor for protection. We were never really caught out in anything that we weren't expecting to be caught out in, and so, so things are much more manageable. Not to say that's always hundred percent safe, uh, yeah, but like it's not but as scary. Nothing is, nothing is as scary right. as people imagined it to be. And everyone was our family. Like they initially sounded like they were like oh supportive, but then they, they you they were constantly we talked to them seeding like this fear, this constant mm-hmm. fear. And like for me, it kind of got a little bit. Yeah, too I mean, much. I I've had the same conversation with my family. It's like the the difference is there's so many things you don't know about it. Yeah, you know, it's not like you you, you know you you live to relate. Yeah, you live your life and you come home and your mom says something like, "Did you avoid all the you know um, scary drivers today?" You know right, what I mean? Right. Like because people just are used to the risks in everyday yeah, life exactly and they don't ask right. questions, and so all these other things come. To to mind that That's they right. don't know about and yeah. we've had to kind of talk them through okay here's what happens when we do this here's what yeah. happens oh okay it's not that bad then you know yeah, yeah. and even my daughter was like you know in the beginning it was like this big scary adventure you were going on and now it's just like a big vacation you know because <laughs> I've had to explain all the yeah, little things yeah. you know so now she thinks it's not yeah. as cool <laughs> but <laughs> you're like boat work every day yeah exactly <laughs> exactly 
Cool. Well, it's it's been really great to get to know you guys. We can't wait to come back um, in the spring, and then maybe we can sail around a little bit yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yes. It's been really great, and thank you for letting us kind of tag along with you on your social adventures. Yeah. And <laughs> no, it's different sweet. stuff. You guys have been a great like uh, part of the community in such a short time, so mm-hmm. it's been awesome. Well, yeah. it's all Stefan. He likes to chit-chat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, cool. Well, um, how can people find you? online uh well we do when we both isabella and i have instagram and facebook we also have a blog called the blue saga.com mm-hmm. uh, we, we usually do uh videos on there we hadn't actually done it after our first year so we so there's like a two two to two and a half year gap already <laughs> since our start of our journey but yeah you can we're gonna start producing more videos and actually more videos about our boat and so if you're curious about that definitely a place to check it out okay BlueSaga.com. The, the, the Blue Saga. The Blue Saga. <laughs> because you know, every URL sticks yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. Well, thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Fair winds for now.